Back Nine Development is proud to present Kevin Keatsman Has Issues online at backninedevelopment.com. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family from myself and Jessica and, well, that's all of us here at KKHI, but we hope you have a great holiday. It's a wonderful holiday that everybody truly enjoys surrounding a meal with family and sometimes friends or even neighbors or those that maybe don't have an opportunity to spend time with loved ones who live out of town. So we just hope you have a great holiday. We're going to be enjoying ours and we wish you the very best this holiday season beginning with Thanksgiving. I thought maybe we'd do a little fun facts here for Thanksgiving to get us started before we get into some heavier stuff and some sports news that's taking place this Thanksgiving. 50 million Americans will travel 50 miles or more to go have a feast, which experts say Americans average one meal, not for the day, one meal, Thanksgiving Day meal, 3,000 calories is the average intake for the average American. That seems really high to me, but when you start factoring in desserts, man, that's where it really piles up. So I guess there's probably been times I've done 3,000 calories. I'm not big into the desserts, and most of the desserts we'll have here aren't really things that I like, although there will be ice cream around. I love ice cream. So maybe I'll have a small dish of ice cream at some point, but probably wouldn't be right after eating. I love the turkey. I love the stuffing. I love the gravy and the potatoes and the rolls, and it's just a ginormous carb fest for me. I'll try very hard not to have too much gravy. When I have too much gravy, I start to feel a little not well after eating. <laughs> it's just like there's, there's, you know, if there's too much gravy in you, there's just stuff in there that shouldn't be in there. Like potatoes you can get away with. You can eat all the turkey you want. And that's not bad for you. even sometimes the stuffing. Man, you start piling on a bunch of gravy. Maybe that's too much grease in your stomach. I don't know exactly what it is or too much butter, too much of the rich stuff. But I'm going to enjoy Thanksgiving dinner. We've been on a, I've been on a pretty serious weight loss regimen since the end of July. Very pleased with the results of that. But this is going to be my day. I'm very much looking forward to this meal and have been for quite some time. 46 million turkeys will be roasted, baked, fried, smoked, you name it. 46 million birds are our Thanksgiving haul in America. For some 293 Americans that will enjoy a Thanksgiving Day feast, that means about 10% of the country does not in any way recognize Thanksgiving or celebrate Thanksgiving, which is I guess kind of odd, but hey, 90% of anything in America is a massive number, and that's what we've got. Missouri is the number five turkey production state in America, so Missouri doing its part. Kansas, not so much, but a lot of turkeys are raised in Missouri, and we'll be dining on those. They will be tasty. The first football game was played on Thanksgiving in 1876. That was between Yale and Princeton. Started as college football. It didn't start in the NFL until 1934. Yale beat Princeton in 1876, two to nothing, in the first Thanksgiving Day football game. Hmm. We are reminded that Edward Winslow is largely responsible for Thanksgiving. He was a pilgrim that came over at the age of 24. There's a great Bill O'Reilly book out called uh, Killing Pilgrims or Killing the Pilgrims or Killing whatever. It's the Killing series, but it's about, it begins with the voyage of the Mayflower coming over. And remember, this is about 140 years after Columbus found the New World, as they described it. But the pilgrims came over, and it was a harrowing experience, and they got here, and it wasn't pleasant, and it wasn't good. And most of these people were exiled. They were in trouble where they were. They had to leave. They were seen as too Puritan, too this, too that. 
And so they said, let's go start our own thing. Let's go find our own thing. And they did. And it was a terrible experience coming over here. And then getting here, they basically landed in Massachusetts, which is not what they were shooting for. They were shooting for the South. They were trying to get down to Virginia where it would be warmer. And they got here and immediately were cold and freezing and didn't have much food. And then when they did, they had Thanksgiving. They were very thankful for the meal. Edward Winslow, the only pilgrim that came over on those ships with a portrait, which is displayed in museums all over the place. Winslow, the young man, was the also the only person to give a written account of the first Thanksgiving. And he wrote, quote, many Indians coming among us, unquote, for this bountiful feast. And I thought that was a nice thing to remember on this Thanksgiving day where we are inundated by the left about how terrible we are as colonists and we never should have been here and we're supposed to be guilty and terrible for everything that we've done in America. I think it is nice to remember that the pilgrims came over and celebrated the first Thanksgiving in 1621 with many Indians and sharing the food and having togetherness at the same time. So that was pretty cool. One of the things a lot of people are in, in American journalism or on the right anyway are saying they're thankful for this Thanksgiving is Joe Biden because he's done the unthinkable. He's pulling America together, <laughs> which is what Jimmy Carter did as president of the United States. He brought America together. He brought America together against everything that Jimmy Carter stood for. And they're doing the same thing on the hard left. Now they're really bringing America together. The polling all shows it. The remarkable polling that we see out there is with young people, 18 to 34 overwhelmingly now for Donald Trump over Joe Biden. I'm hoping that they're learning about policies and real effects on America and what policies are doing. And that's what the polling reflects. But I, I, I suspect what it is, is younger people are simply saying, well, at least Trump is competent, a competent old man and not an incompetent old man. That's probably what it is, but I'm not really sure. We'll take it either way, but there is definitely a shift in this country going on when it comes to uh, the thoughts of those policies and the president. But I don't know that it matters. We're still a year away from the election. Abortion's going to be played up everywhere it possibly can. And we know how the young women, the women and young women will turn out and vote. If they can villainize and convince you that Republicans are going to create a national abortion law, you won't believe the turnout on the other side. It's going to be very, very, very difficult to beat. So I'd just like to thank our listeners of the podcast. First and foremost, everybody that hits the play button every day. We're very thankful for you. We're very thankful for the, the gracious sponsors that we have that took a chance on this podcast. We're now very close to 50,000 subscribers for this podcast. It's amazing as it continues to grow. So we're very pleased to have a growing audience and many more of you listening every single day. If you have just joined us within the last year, we are very thankful to have you on board. We've been doing this a little over three years now, and it just keeps growing and growing. And we're thrilled to be doing it. I'm very happy to be doing the podcast and presenting you with some great traditional patriotic American conservatism every day, American exceptionalism every day. And of course, the sports that we've been covering or I've been covering for 38 years now in Kansas City, everything going on in Kansas City sports. So we certainly enjoy that. And we're also thankful that the sponsors agreed to allow us to put them in one place. And many people who are not sponsors of the podcast, we've congregated in one place. What we'd ask you to do this holiday season, because Friday becomes so much about shopping and we become disconnected and everybody gets, gets on their phone and they buy something. we got a lot of great sponsors that are uh, great Americans, great conservative Americans. They're people who do wonderful things with their church 
and in their community and with charity this time of year that don't want the recognition. These are solid, solid people, and they are all at thekklist.com. So when you're considering shopping this holiday season for any goods or services, please check out thekklist.com very first. It's all right there. It's neat and orderly. We have everything from if you're sitting around on your Thanksgiving dinner and you see a couple things around your house that need repair, we have uh, handymen, fix-it companies. We have remodelers, things with your homes, anything you're looking for. We have all kinds of retailers as well and people out there with wonderful retail ideas. We'll be celebrating as we as we do the sponsors on this podcast. I'll be featuring, not celebrating, featuring up front some of our retail sponsors and hope that you would consider purchasing from them this holiday season. It would mean an awful lot to us, this podcast, continuing this podcast and keeping it going. We appreciate all of your support for supporting the sponsors as you do. It's really quite amazing. And I can't thank you enough for that. But they're all at thekklist.com. Again, it's, it has the word the in it. T-H-E. Thekklist.com. Now, when you sit down for your Thanksgiving Day dinner, it is advisable to not bring up politics when a big group is around because somebody's going to feel upset, left out. We had a big uh, hullabaloo with our family around an Easter dinner in 2008 before Obama was elected as a family member of ours, decided to call us all racist because we were not going to be voting for Obama. And I said, it's nothing to do with race. If he were conservative and running on the other side, I'd be voting for him. This is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. And our family's never really been the same. So there will not be any real politics talked about at our house. So we've decided that if it is unavoidable, if it comes up, I thought I'd come up with a way to help you to engage without offending. And so here it is. I saw this story this week that the people on the left have gone crazy that Trump was allowed on Univision to do a sit-down interview. Univision is the uh, Spanish language television network, news network, that's predominant in Mexico throughout Central America, but also the United States, as we have obviously millions and millions and millions of Spanish-speaking people in this country now that they all eventually want to have voting rights. So they want them to watch Univision and become leftists. Univision is far left, like CNN, MSNBC, all of them. But Univision got the opportunity to go to Mar-a-Lago and sit down with President Trump and do a sit-down interview with him. Who would turn that down? So the left has gone crazy about this, saying that Univision should not be giving a platform to Donald Trump to speak. Now, if it comes up, if politics comes up around Thanksgiving, just say, listen, I, I'm not, not going to tell you who to vote for or what, but I would ask this question about whether or not people are really informed or know what's going on on both sides. And I think it's important that both sides, be in, people that want to vote, be informed. There was a big hullabaloo this week about Univision interviewing Trump because they're a far-left media outlet and those people don't think Trump should have a platform there. And then I'd ask the question, do you think Fox News would turn down Joe Biden for a sit-down interview? And the answer would be, hell no. Fox News would love to do a sit-down interview with Joe Biden. But Biden's not going to do that, is he? So here's Trump willing to go on all the leftist networks and take all the questions because he knows what they're going to ask him. And he has an answer for every single issue because he's right. On the left, they repress the news. They hide the news. They edit the news, and they keep it from you. They don't want you to know this. If Trump goes on Univision, that is millions of Spanish-speaking viewers that will hear the truth. 
and they'll go, wait a second, I'm not hearing it from a little anchor man telling me that this is an evil Marxist that wants to take over the world. We heard Joe Scarborough say this week that Trump wants to kill people, that he's going to prosecute and jail and kill people if he becomes president. That's right. The left is now saying that Trump is going to kill people. He's going to become a murderer. He's going to take over like Hitler if he becomes president. Even though we actually have four years of history with the man as president, and all he did was be the only president of our lifetimes that never got us in a war, <laughs> never hurt anybody. We had complete global peace. We had the best economy ever, the best stock market ever, the lowest mortgage rates, the lowest gas prices. Like everything was humming with this guy at the helm. We've, we've got scoreboard here. You don't have to get into that on Thanksgiving. Just say, you know, I've noticed this about the two parties that on the left, the dude that ran CNN had Trump do a town hall and he got fired because they allowed Trump to be on CNN and have a platform to say whatever it is that he wanted and that we can't have that. That's just not allowed. But if you ask the same thing, why would Fox News not have Joe Biden on for a Joe Biden town hall? I think they'd jump at the opportunity to do that and ask him real questions about real policies that he would have to answer. This is all, this is ultimately, when we talk about a, stand, a double standard in the media, this is the most glaring example. When left-wing networks or outlets say, you shouldn't interview Trump or talk to him or allow him to be on, that's their whole game. Repress the truth. Don't let anybody know what conservatism really is. Don't offer them the opportunity because people will hear it and like it. On the other hand, if we just keep it from happening, if we just block the news like big tech did during the 2020 election, if we just block it, censor it, keep it out, nobody will ever hear it. They'll only hear one side. So to me, that's really something that you could probably bring up and not get in too big of a fight. Although I don't know your family well enough. It's advisable to not bring this stuff up, right? <laughs> I just know there is a big difference between the left and the right when it comes to media on what they think is okay and what it's not. I, I can't even imagine any media outlet turning down Donald Trump for a sit-down interview at Mar-a-Lago. I can't. All right, I mentioned some of our great retail sponsors that we're going to feature here today. The first is my buddy Spencer Marquardt over at the Finch Knife Company. He sent me this email. This is great. He said, yo, Keats, we're doing it. Here we go. This is a limited offer. And since you're listening to the podcast, you're, you're on the inside, okay? On Friday, they have 30 select Finch pocket knives, and they are not expensive. These are not their most expensive knives, and they are gorgeous. I've seen them. They're really cool. And I didn't even know the logo that was on them. I didn't even know what it was until Spencer explained it to me. There's a movie called The Nightmare Before Christmas, right? And apparently there's this, this dude, well, I'll read you what Spencer wrote me. This is limited to just 30 pocket knives. Each knife is individually numbered 1 through 30, 2 through 30, 3 through 30. So they're collectibles. Jack Skellington from A Nightmare Before Christmas is laser engraved on the blade, and it's the coolest little logo you ever saw. These are hand-dyed handles in carmine red, so they're Christmas red knives. They're available only on the website beginning Friday morning. Finchknifeco.com. This is very important. This is an awesome Christmas pocket knife. Okay. I don't, I'm not familiar with Jack Skellington and The Nightmare Before Christmas. All I know is I saw these. I was out there two weeks ago with Spencer, and I saw these knives they were making and the logos they were engraving on the blade. 
and I wanted one so bad, I am likely to beat you to this Friday morning and go on and buy one. It is so cool. If you have anybody that knows A Nightmare Before Christmas, or what I assume this is a horror film or something, but the logo is almost wistful. It's almost fun like Christmassy. And these are the coolest hand-dyed pocket knives you've ever seen. Okay? It's called the Nightmare Before Christmas Shiv, S-H-I-V. It's available this Friday at finchknifeco.com. There are only 30 of them. They were all 30 sitting there, and I was kind of like, Spence, come on, can I just pay you for one right now? He's like, nope. They're going on the website. We'll let you know what day. And I said, well, I'll let everybody know on the podcast. That is Friday morning. Set your timer. Drop yourself an email. Put it in your planner. Do what you got to do. Grab yourselves one of these collectible one of 30 pocket knives from finchknifeco.com. Pretty cool stuff. Uh, Chris out of B-Stock wants me to remind you that they don't just have the lowest priced televisions and computers anywhere in Kansas City. They have the highest end products as well, including 8K televisions, $1,000 below Best Buy price, and free delivery in the metro area. Friday, if you're going to be doing shopping and you're thinking about anything electronics, even accessories, Apple accessories, laptops, computers, they have uh, appliances, ridiculous prices on appliances. They got to go. They're going out. If you're looking for a new refrigerator or freezer or washer and dryer, go to B-Stock, 14680 South Flaming Road this Black Friday. Tell them you heard about it on the podcast. The discounts are going to be insane. They're basically doing a clearance Black Friday deal. I mean, there are literally things that they, they just have to get rid of, and you won't believe how low the prices are. 14680 South Flaming Road. It's bstock.net. And of course, Gary Joslin, I got a text from Gary yesterday. He wants to come on and do a podcast. And I'm like, yes, Gary, we would, I would love to do that. We've done some sponsor podcasts. And some sponsors don't want to be on and some do, but I find business owners to be very interesting interviews to learn about the idea they came up with, how they implemented a plan and how they became successful, I think is a lesson for any of us, regardless of what business. Gary Joslin and his family have been very successful I can tell you what their secret sauce is at Joslin's. It's customer service. It's really simple. Like so many of their customers come back every year and buy something, whether it's for a birthday, an anniversary, or the holiday season. They buy something because they're treated well, the products are great, and the prices are low. And then when something needs a repair or polishing, they take it in and it costs next to nothing. They just treat you right at Joslin's Jewelry. 95th and Antioch, online at joslinsjewelry.com. How about some victories? Does everybody like winning? We had some losing this week. We had the Chiefs lose on Monday night. We're going to get to KU's loss in a moment. We will start with winning. Utah's second congressional district. Congratulations to Celeste Malloy. She beat Catherine Reby. This was a runoff. The Republican, I guess, was stepping aside in Congress in Utah's second. So they had an open seat vote, and this was a beatdown. 5743. Whoa. Congrats. We'll take that one. Not nearly the stunner this week that Charleston, South Carolina was. William Cogswell is a conservative that ran for mayor in Charleston, South Carolina, which is not unlike most major cities in America. The cities that are having problems are run by Democrats. They have Democrat mayors and Democrat councils far left, and they have trouble and problems everywhere. They have crime. They have filth, they have homelessness, they have high taxes. They've got lots of issues in urban areas in America. And in Charleston, South Carolina, they said, we have had enough. William Cogswell 
ran for mayor as a conservative, and he won 51 to 48. And what is significant about this? He is the first Republican mayor in Charleston, South Carolina, since 1877. Whoops. Had enough of Bidenomics? Let's put a Republican in for mayor and see how it goes for four years. And to top the whole thing off, we got another in a long list. They're predicting 20-plus Democrats in Congress will not seek re-election as incumbents, that they're running for the hills, that these are people, these are more moderate, middle-of-the-road Democrats that say this party has left me and I'm being forced to vote with them and I'd rather just leave than vote with them. Count in Democrat Anna Eshoo from California, not running. Oh gosh, she's only been there for 28 years, winning and winning and winning every time. And she's like, nope, not running this time. I'm out. Thanks for uh, voting for me all these years, but I am done. I'm out. And I think we're going to see a lot of Democrats say that they are just flat not running. I believe that to be the case. So that's pretty cool. There's your update on some winning. We like to have a little winning. Oh boy, there's some people in Hollywood losing. We talked on the Patron podcast yesterday about Susan Sarandon, the wacko leftist actress who, she, this idiot, she went and gave a speech and said, wait a second, you're an actress, you're in Hollywood. Like Adam Sandler literally writes the Hanukkah song, making fun of or having fun with how many Jewish people are in Hollywood, famous as actors, or in charge running the place. Okay? Susan Sarandon grabs a mic at a rally and starts bad-mouthing Jews and Israel. And she's pro-Palestinian, pro-Hamas. So her agent dropped her. People dropped her. She's not going to get hired. This is is how tone-deaf these people are and how stupid they are. Like, we know that's what Hollywood is. There's a young actress named Melissa Barraro, and she is in the Scream films. And she was set for the lead in Scream 7, which has not started filming yet, and she's toast. She's been canceled by Hollywood. She spoke out against the Jews and for Hamas, the terrorists. And as she came public with all of these thoughts that she has in her heads that are anti-Jew, anti-Semitism, you know, like the crazy conservative Americans on January 6th, they hate the Jews. Well, they're just saying their part out loud now, and they're getting canceled right and left in Hollywood. It's so fun to watch Dem on Dem crime. It is just hysterical to watch this. I don't know Melissa Barrera. I just I, I saw the story and looked her up. I saw a couple of snapshots from her photos. She's a beautiful young woman, and I assume she plays the victim that lives in the Scream films. If she's been in the franchise and she's set to star in the next one, she must have been in more before where, like, she's the only person that doesn't die. Like, isn't Courtney Cox from Friends in, a, in one of these horror movie things? It's the one with, I, I can't watch them. I don't like them. But isn't she in one? Is she in the Scream films? But she's been in multiple ones, right? So that you become the person who lives in these things. Because a lot of people die in them, right? Well, Melissa Barrero's career is dead. That's it. She can go become an activist if she likes. It's just a choice you make now, isn't it? It's just a choice you make. All right, a couple more great retailers here for you this holiday weekend. MyPillow.com is having a massive sale for Black Friday, including their new towels. They've got new hand-spun cotton, on these wheel, these hand-spun wheel things, the new cotton. I have not had these towels yet. Mike Lindell, who, by the way, got a great ruling in his lawsuit. Congratulations to Mike Lindell. In Georgia, the judge came through and said, no, you, we, they, you can't just do voting machines. 
hand-counted paper ballots are just fine in Georgia. And it may be the only way they're able to go forward because Mike Lindell's been pursuing this. He's a great American patriot now. He's got these new towels and they've got two levels. Okay, they have a, a towel set that starts at after discount using the promo code KKHI. $29.99 for the towel set. Then they have one that's twice as much, but they're both half price. They're both half price this Black Friday if you're looking for towels. Of course, they have slippers, sheet sets. I was just talking about my son's home and stays in our guest bedroom. And the sheets we got a couple of years ago when we got the bed and built the guest bedroom down there, they haven't been used very much. We haven't washed them very much. But I'd describe them as a little crunchy. I suggest let's get some my pillow sheets on there. Let's get the soft ones on there and put those on there. So next time Cameron comes home, he has nice soft sheets to sleep on in the guest bed. Those are all available at mypillow.com. Promo code is KKHI. There's also mystore.com has all kinds of Christmas gifts. A lot of half price items there as well. Things that you can ship like coffee and, you know, cheeses and different things you can ship to people as gifts at mystore.com with the promo code KKHI. It's Black Friday, lowest prices ever. Promo code KKHI, mypillow.com and mystore.com. Amini's is great to shop online. If you don't live in or around Kansas City, go check out some of the awesome products at Amini's online at aminis.com. That's A-M-I-N-I-S, Amini's, A-M-I-N-I-S, Amini's. They're at 105th and Metcalf. Their Black Friday sale is open on Friday. Go check it out. If you're looking for accessories, if you have a pool table and you're looking for new pool cues or a set of pool balls, I've asked for Christmas from Jessica. We love our shuffleboard table. And they have, they have this little rack with 10 bowling pins and you use the shuffleboard puck and you actually bowl like it's bowling. And, and I want one of those. And it's not an expensive item. I think they're maybe like 79 bucks or something. I'm like, Jessica, this is what I want for Christmas. I want the bowling pins on my shuffleboard table. I think that looks really fun to play and I want to do it. But they have great Christmas items like that as well at aminis.com or just walk right in. They have all kinds of accessories, not just big ticket items. So some really cool gift ideas there. They are all discounted Friday for Black Friday at Aminis, 105th and Metcalf in Overland Park. And I don't need to say a whole lot about Roberts Robinson, Chevrolet GMC in Excelsior Springs. We made a visit there Monday. They're doing the toy drive. And Mike Robinson sent me a text yesterday with a picture. Some of you are starting to send toys via UPS or whatever, free delivery, right, to Roberts Robinson. I can't thank you enough. That is so awesome. Now, if you're in the market for a new car or a set of new tires, and they, by the way, I went and they told me, I went in for new tires on Monday. They said, you know what? You got at least 5,000 more on these. Come back in the spring. We have bigger discounts on tires in the spring. Come on back in the spring. And we'll get you some new tires, but not yet. It's like, that's just so honest. It's great. And some of the reps on the floor were telling me how they've worked deals with people that they never even met. One man in South Carolina had a truck delivered to him there. Somebody got a Corvette delivered to them, you know, five hours away. You don't have to live here to buy your new Chevy or GMC from Roberts Robinson. But what's amazing is I didn't know if this would work or not. Look, I just know that not a lot of people are likely to drive 45 minutes to Excelsior Springs to drop off a $10 toy in the bin and drive back home. Now, if you have family there, you might go by there and do it. And we'd appreciate it if you live in the area to drive by the dealership and drop off your toys. But man, if you can order one toy for $10 or less and ship it, that'd be awesome. It's going to go to a complete, a kid that's a complete stranger, somebody you don't know. It's all for meet the need to help local children receive Christmas gifts this holiday season. And in the, in the address is 1501 Kearney Road. That's 1501 Kearney Road, Excelsior Springs, Missouri, 64024. It also doesn't take much work to pop into the delivery address 
Roberts Robinson Chevrolet because then the address just pops right up. You know how that works. You know how to order these things and send them. I'm not asking for much this holiday season. $10 toy, $15 toy, $6 toy. There's Lego sets for $8.99, little Lego box things. They're awesome. Anything like that would be more than welcome. And so Mike sent me a text. He said, look at this. They're showing up. There's stuff showing up every day. I'm like, that's great. We have not in any way, shape, or form overwhelmed them. You know, they're getting like three or four little gifts a day, which is nice. So they got something to put in the bin and display right there. And they got this little house. It's not a gingerbread house, but it looks like a gingerbread house, not made of gingerbread that they're putting toys in and Santa's coming and all these cool things. So yes, we'd love it if you could send a toy. Just one, just one. If the, if the whole audience sends a toy, one toy, this will be the largest toy drive in Kansas City. If everybody listening right now sends one toy, That'll be the most toys anybody collects anywhere. It's so easy. You just get on your phone or your computer and send it there. Roberts Robinson, Chevrolet GMC in Excelsior Springs. Kansas basketball had a rough night on Tuesday night. They lose to Marquette 73-59. This spoils what would have been number one versus number two in the country because Purdue had already won. They're number two. This tournament's something else. Number one, number two, number four, and number seven were in the semis of the Maui Invitational that's being played in Honolulu at the Stan Sheriff Center because the Maui fires. Hunter Dickinson was held in check here if 13 points is held in check. The last nine minutes of the first half, Hunter Dickinson did not attempt a shot. That's where the game became a real problem for Kansas. That's, that's where it happened. How they did it is sort of beyond me. They pay, the, the pace was too fast for Kansas. I don't ever remember saying in a basketball game that the pace was too fast for Kansas. But there it was. Marquette was playing too fast for Kansas. Now, if there is any weakness to Hunter Dickinson, he's not fast. He doesn't go up. You know, what you want to do is wear out a big man. You're a big man that's seven foot one, seven foot two, run him up and down the floor. They're lumbering faster than Marquette's really fast guards. Even Marquette's big guy gets up and down the floor better. He's smaller than Dickinson, but he had a great game and was able to defend him pretty well. So, Hunter Dickinson, only 13 points, and not being the game plan, watching the rest of the team try to play a different style did not work for Kansas. That did not work. Now, I don't, I can't off the top of my head think of anybody in the Big 12 that's going to be able to do what Marquette did. Maybe Texas has the athletes for that. But is it possible that the way you beat Kansas is to outrun them, just play faster than them? Because Kansas got sped up and then they turned it over a whole bunch. I mean, a whole bunch. But, is also really early in the season. And everybody lays an egg somewhere early in the season. I'm going to take more away from what happens with Kansas-Tennessee. Because now Kansas plays Tennessee on Wednesday. And Tennessee's seventh in the country. And they played Marquette right to the wire. It was a close game. So we've seen that. This is going to be really interesting to watch that, in my opinion. I think that'll be really interesting to see Kansas and Tennessee. And, and of course, if KU loses to Tennessee, maybe they've got some core problems. I just think as the season goes on, Hunter Dickinson is the guy that nobody's going to be able to deal with. The footnote to this story is that we had a brouhaha, a dust-up. Kansas lost 73-59. But Kevin McCuller had the best game for KU, and he's, he's been great this year. Like, he's taking more of an offensive role. He's been great. But while they were losing, he lipped off at the Marquette bench in this game. You didn't see it. All you saw was the aftermath. So I'm going by, it was not on the tele, telecast, I'm going by the CBS Sports account of the reporter who was on press row that saw it with his own eye. And according to CBS Sports, McCuller was chirping at the Marquette bench. 
And after a couple of chirps at a certain player or whatever, and at the bench, the coach, Shaka Smarter, used to be Texas's coach, chirped back at McCuller. And that's when Bill Self came off the KU bench and came down and got in Shaka Smart's face. And that's when the game stopped and both coaches were given technicals. And it looked like it looked like for a second they really hate each other. And they may. They know each other well. It doesn't mean they like each other. So if you want to get an idea of what happened, and this is, the, again, this is the CBS account, not mine. They say McCullough started it. Shaka Smart jumped in in defense of his player. Then Bill Self went to Shaka Smart in defense of his player. Here's what Shaka Smart said after the game because neither coach really wanted to describe what happened. Smart, after the incident, said, quote, all I'm going to make clear is we don't take a backseat to anyone. That's how we go about things here, and that's the only way you beat Kansas. So Shaka Smart was sending a message to his team. We ain't taking any shit from anybody. We're just not. We don't care who you are. We're not taking it. And that's probably what you need to do when you're Marquette. Look, it's a tremendous basketball school. They're in a great conference. They won the national title last year, right, in that conference? This is a, a great conference, and they look to have just a terrific team. It was weird to see coaches dressed in Hawaiian gear in the most laid-back possible setting ever getting into a fight with one another, and it looked for a moment like Bill Self and Shaka Smart might hit each other. They were both steaming mad. Uh, crazy stuff. KU getting ready to play Tennessee in their finale there on Wednesday. More aftermath of the Chiefs' loss to the Eagles. Travis Kelsey summed this one up beautifully. By the way, after the game, he told his brother, I love you, and this is your birthday present. And there is no question Travis Kelsey believes the Chiefs gave that game away. I believe they gave it away. Travis Kelsey didn't talk to the media long. He didn't want to talk to the media long, but after the game, he said, it isn't anything they did. It's all us. So Travis Kelsey was in no mood to sit there and say, the Eagles are great. Congratulations to them. They're a great team. No, no. It isn't anything they did. It's all us. And I agree. Chiefs were the better team all night. They were just the team with negative plays. Hey, who was the team with negative plays in the Super Bowl? I seem to remember Jalen Hurts with a a fumble that became a touchdown. Nick Bolton running right in, right? The negative plays were the Eagles in the Super Bowl. They gave up a long punt return. You can't make those and beat a good team. The Chiefs made the negative plays. But there was no doubt watching these teams play who the better team was. The Chiefs, look, my inbox is just so full of Chiefs fans that have quit. They just, they're they're done. They've quit on their team. This is absurd. This team does this every year. We sit every year and we talk about penalties. We talk about stupid things they do. We talk about Chris Jones last year getting a, a personal foul that lost the Colts game. Dumb things the Chiefs do. And then they realize, hey, we can't do this crap we got to go back to being pros again, catch the ball, run my route, block my guy, don't hold, don't jump, false start. And the Chiefs get better and better, and they win games, and they went on and won the Super Bowl, or at least got to the Super Bowl. I, I don't know how anybody could quit on this Chiefs team. This looks so – am I the only one that thinks this looks really fixable? So you got to catch more passes. That's not a high bar. Many of these guys have caught passes. Travis Kelsey had a stupid drop the other night. MVS has caught passes in the NFL. Kadarius Toney was spectacular in the Super Bowl last year. I I just, I'm not going to panic. I agree with Travis Kelsey. It isn't anything they did. It's all us. And man, do I agree. 
The Big 12 has a mess on its hands this weekend. So it's an unbalanced schedule. Kansas State is the last team playing on Saturday night. They're in the they're still in the run in the race for playing in the Big 12 title game. There are four teams basically locked up in that. Texas, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and K-State. Iowa State is another loss to Texas last week. So it's the four teams. K-State plays last, but they're also the least possible chance of getting in. So the other three teams win, K-State's out, because in midseason they changed the rule, the tiebreaker rule. We've talked about this. And then they lied about it in the Big 12. Brett Yormark has gotten great reviews from Big 12 fans. And right now, there's a lot of people think he's a buffoon. They put out a statement and said, We've gone with the industry standard of what a tiebreaker is on an unbalanced schedule. Well, that's not the case. It has been learned by Barry Trammell in Oklahoma. He works the Daily Oklahoman. Barry Trammell has now reported they cut and pasted. Are you ready for this? They copied the language and pasted it in the Big 12 manual straight out of the Pac-12 manual. Um, the Pac-12? You're taking rules from the Pac-12 and applying them in the Big 12. I can't think of anything more embarrassing for the Big 12. And the rule's bad. The rule's bad. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm largely okay with the concept of Oklahoma State beat Oklahoma and K-State. And if Texas wins outright, if they win their game, they're the one seed outright. Okay? So the other three teams would be tied. And Oklahoma State would have wins over both. But the problem is Oklahoma and K-State didn't get the chance to beat the other two. And you don't know how that alters the season. And you don't know what that means to the rest of the schedule. And you don't know if a quarterback got hurt or you don't know if Oklahoma or K-State wins right before they play Oklahoma State and they're riding high and feeling great and then they go in and beat Oklahoma State. You don't know. You don't know if the games are early or if they're late. It still isn't fair. And the way the rule is written is, if you haven't all played each other in a three-way tie, it kicks down to the next highest-rated common opponent. Common opponent, which means the team that they all played, that all three played, and did only one of those teams beat that team, and that's Kansas State. It would kick down to KU, and K-State beat KU, but Oklahoma and Oklahoma State, Oklahoma State did. So then it goes down one more notch between the two of them to Central Florida, and K-State beat Central Florida, and Oklahoma State did not. It's a very simple language, and now they've said we're not doing that. We're going with if one team beat the other two in a three-way tie, you're in. But there's really nothing in the rules that says that's the rule. Big 12's got some splaining to do. The problem is Kansas State plays last. So by the time they play Iowa State, I'm a little worried about it. The weather's going to be crappy. They're going to be eliminated from the title game by the time they kick off. I, it's, it's a total trap for Kansas State on Saturday night against Iowa State. Total trap if that's what happens. There will be a deflation. Look, all four of these teams that have a chance to make the title game are double-digit favorites. And they're all at home. That's just a weird scheduling quirk. And it happened. Our final final is brought to you by ticketsforless.com. They've got a big Black Friday sale going on. Use your promo code KKHI to save on anything at ticketsforless.com. Cross Kitchens KC is your remodeler. If it comes up at the Thanksgiving Day dinner table about remodeling the house this weekend, jot it down, make the call, send, a, send an email, call the number, leave a message, crosskitchenskc.com. They'd love to come out in the next couple of weeks, take a look around your home and talk about what's possible remodeling or redesigning your home, crosskitchenskc.com. And Window World is simply the best for less. If it gets a little drafty here in the cooler weather. Thinking about some new windows. You see some cracking, some peeling around the original windows. Window World's American-made products, 0% financing, lifetime warranty, the official windows of the Chiefs, 
and they win customer service awards. There is nothing else for them to cover. They are simply the best for less. WindowsKansasCity.com is where you'll find Window World, and you'll find everyone at the KK List. Final final is Tom Brady. The GOAT, the greatest of all time, is now a get-off-my-lawn guy. That's right. The old retired old man is hollering, get off my line. He looked a little cranky and angry talking with Stephen A. Smith on a podcast saying the NFL is mediocre. It is not what it once was. Well, everybody in athletics always does this. They always do it. They always say, ah, it's not as good as when I played. And Tom Brady is, obviously, these quarterbacks today do things that Tom Brady didn't do. We see it. We're watching what they do and how they play. And they're better than Tom Brady. That doesn't mean their record is going to be better than Tom Brady. But go back to Lynn Dawson or Joe Montana and watch them stand there in the pocket and play quarterback. You can't do it today. These guys are superior athletes. They've got stronger arms. They're better. The game is bigger, faster, stronger. If we're being honest, the game is not worse. He does make one valid point where he's saying, get off my lawn. He says, this isn't it. He says, coaching's not as good. The players are not as into it. This and that. I don't buy that. He does make one one thing that he's right about. He says there is too much concern for player safety in the game today. It is up to the offensive player and players to put them in a position where they don't get killed by Ray Lewis. And he uses Ray Lewis as an example. He said, when I had Ray Lewis playing, I never threw the ball across the middle because I didn't want to lose a receiver for the game. If I lose my best receiver across the middle, we're not winning. The, we're not beating the Ravens. He's like, that's up to me and the receivers to make that decision. We're not going to have that happen here. I'm not talking about dirty hits. We're just seeing one thing after another now where flags are just being thrown for just really hard hits where no helmets collide. You just pound a guy. And Brady makes a good point there. He says it's up to the offensive players to make sure to protect themselves so they don't get hurt. And he's right. I'll give Brady that one. But the rest of his rant, not so much. Hey, have a great Thanksgiving. Thank you so much. Again, all of our sponsors, if you're considering any holiday shopping, goods or services, they're at thekklist.com. It's a real easy website to go check out. The website addresses, the addresses, and the phone numbers for those people are right there. They're all businesses that you can trust to treat you well. They're great conservatives. They love sports. They listen to the podcast. We have it all in common. It's a family here at KKHI. Can't thank you enough for supporting them. So if you're in the market for anything this holiday weekend, thekklist.com is the place to go with Kevin Keatsman has issues. Thanks for listening to Kevin Keatsman has issues presented by Roberts Robinson Chevrolet GMC. To get exclusive patrons-only podcasts, receive a weekly newsletter, and attend in-person patrons-only parties, visit kkhasissues.com and become a patron today. This has been a production of Crooked Tail Media Incorporated. Woo-hoo!